Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Welcome back to the podcast. Ford says new GT will keep on racing until 2019, which means they'll still be racing in Le Mans and other series until 2019, which isn't actually that far away, to be honest. Jeep Wrangler brings can-do attitude back to Vancouver with their soda soda can jeep wrangler remember last year a jeep wrangler made out of cans to celebrate canada day no no problem for those who missed out sca canada built another one to display on the streets of vancouver on the nsx detailed in fresh gallery ferrari gtc4 lucio not lucio luso is even more of a, of a magnificent oddity than the ff is porsche really considering a 918 with back seats and a 700 horsepower hybrid panamera that i actually would want to see that that'd be pretty cool all new 2017 Volkswagen Polo to excel in interior quality, space, and onboard tech. The only thing it won't excel on is passing emissions. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was too soon. <laughs> Total Exec 120 enjoys devouring the Nurburgring after they lifted their, not ban, but speed limit. BMW Z5 could go hybrid, get all-wheel drive as an option. And to be fair, I wonder why they're calling it the Z5 when they already went to the Z8. Frankly, it should now be called the Z10. Or would that be thinking too far ahead? Maybe. Probably not. It also kind of looks too big. It's like what they tried to do with the SLK or what's... No. No, no, no. It was the SL where they made it look really big. Fiat 124 Spider arrives in the US and it now starts on $24,995. Will the next Citroen C4 and C5 morph into crossovers? Please no. <laughs> Just please no. 2017 Volkswagen take one long wheelbase with seven seats uncovered, and it will come to the USA. Because we need seven seats, and the rest of Europe doesn't. X-Apple team makes an Apple price license plate frame with wireless camera. So they're an X-Apple team, yet they still like the Apple prices, which are overpriced. <sighs> Way to show your independence, boys. This is the new Chevrolet Camaro for the Xfinity series. NASCAR, essentially. Tesla Model X on the Goodwill Hill Climb is a sight to behold. Michael Bay gets Merck AMG GTR involved with Transformers The Last Night. Or what it really should be called is Transformers The Last Blast. Which in a Michael Bay movie, there will never be one final blast. Record setting 1952 Buick Riviera for sale at $195,000. Or for those of you in the EU, that's about 150, well not EU, in Britain. Oh wait, yeah, because because Brexit, my bad. That's about... 155 to 160,000 pounds. BMW teams up with Intel and Mobileye to make fully autonomous driving possible. Oh, and by the way, what are my thoughts on Brexit? How about no? Just no. I mean, their, their independency is good. They, you know, they need to be independent, but... Chris Evans reportedly got told off by Top Gear bosses, which might not be a bad thing, actually. We'll have a better Top Gear now. Study finds three quarters of US drivers interested in owning self-driving cars which means three quarters of the US are interested in not doing anything and just eating cookies while they drive. Oh wait, no, while they sit in the driver's seat but don't actually drive, which means there's only four passenger seats in a car now. Well, I say only four passenger seats, which means there's now four passenger seats in a car now and no driver's seat. That's like saying, now we don't have a, we don't have a pilot for a plane, but a better than first class row. Xavier, don't go sit where the, where the pilot is. But mom, there aren't no any there aren't any pilots. It's a the plane flies itself. Can I can I can I No! That's exactly what that's like. Build your perfect 2017 Panamera in Porsche's configurator. 
or what they're actually saying is, build your perfect Panamera four-door sedan that looks better than the last one in this new configurator, which will make you far happier than the last one did, which is a good thing. Daimler shows off tire temperature control using water injection? That's cool. Ferrari said to reveal 350 special editions for 70th anniversary. Comedian Jimmy Carr drives Andy Murray to Wim Wimbledon in the Jaguar F-Pace. How about some Giorgio Armani to go with your Bugatti Chiron? Or in other words, how about a ridiculously expensive bag to go with your ridiculously expensive bag looking of a vehicle, even though the new Chiron looks pretty good. Jeep announces new enhancements and pricing for 2016 to 2017 Grand Cherokee UK range. They should have done that before Brexit, though. That, that might have that might have been a wasted effort. Edo, Edo, I'm sorry. Competition show off special Audi R8 V10 Plus. 25th anniversary edition swiper already sold out. And actually, I want to talk about this, because it's bittersweet for me, and not for the reason you might expect. Though, once I tell you, it'll make a lot of sense. So we all know that the Special Edition Vipers, all four or five of them, sold out in 40 minutes. Totally sold out, cleaned out. 40 minutes, though. 40 minutes. Well, I'm making it sound like a bad thing. Well, it kind of is. It's also a good thing, because what it means is that there are people who actually care about the Viper and who are willing to buy them. But there's a hitch to that. Those people who care about the Viper only care about it now because it's going out of production and they know how the, how the automotive industry is turning into turbocharge this, downsize this, all, all this sort of stuff. And they know the Viper is one of, quite literally, the very last cars that isn't like this. That is like the 60s sports cars and 70s sports cars and stuff like that. They know the Viper is one of the very last pure cars that you can get this side of a Lotus, because Lotus aren't doing too well either. Now this irritates me, and you want to know why it irritates me? It's because, well, two reasons. One, these people cared about the Viper enough to get it now, but they didn't care about it enough to get it before, when this wasn't going to be an issue. They only care about it now, because it's a special edition, it's going out of production. But what they do with their cars, they're called garage queens, okay? And essentially to get a big, powerful, fast performance car like a Lambo, a LaFerrari, something like that. Stuff it in the garage and don't use it for what its intended purpose actually is, okay? I can't stand people like that. As long as you drive it, you know, and occasionally have some fun with it, that's fine. But people who only buy those cars just to show off and not use it for its intended purpose are the kinds of people I can't stand. Because all they want is a status symbol. but And that's all that they see their cars as. A status symbol. They're the kind of people who need to update their status by buying a new car rather than changing it on, I don't know, eHarmony or something from single to divorce. And those are the kinds of people I think have bought a Viper in 40 minutes. Sure, some of them are totally going to be enthusiasts. There's no doubt about it. But I bet you, I bet you most of them are just those are just those people who buy their cars as a status symbol. And that's what irritates me. That's why it's bittersweet. I'm glad the Viper finally got the amount of sales it deserved. It always deserved. But I can't stand to know that those are the people who bought it. That's why it's bittersweet. The people who bought it don't care about the car like enthusiasts do. They only care about it because it's going out of production. They're going to get like a good resale value. Or it's going to become rare, this and that. And that's what irritates. The people who bought it, for the most part, do not care. And that's why it sold out in 40 minutes. Because people saw it as a good opportunity to jump on something that may become super rare and super valuable later, rather than actually drive the car for what it's actually meant, you know, 
and actually drive it for what it's meant to be. A track car for the road, or race car for the road, whatever you want to say. Hopefully we won't get news like in a week or two saying, someone already quit. oh wait, no. No, no, wait, my bad. I just realized they only make like nine Vipers a week. So, and they probably forgot a few other ones to do, so. Hopefully, hopefully not like in a month or two we see, someone's already crashed their special edition 25th anniversary Viper in, in a month or so. As that would just be a testament to how dumb some people are. Reynolds' new Alaskan pickup gets the job done in first official video. I'm pretty sure it looks like a Nissan uh, NV, what is it, NV200, Nirvana 200, 2000, something. Kawasaki Ninja H2R goes from 0 to 400 kilometers an hour, or 249 miles per hour, in 26 seconds. Seconds! That's insane! AMG Boss says new E63 AMG will be all-wheel drive only. <sighs> gosh. Audi Q2 production commences in Ingo... I-N-G-O-L-S-T-A-D-T. Honda to pull the plug on the CRZ in North America, which is quite a shame, as it's one of the coolest Hondas, currently made by Honda. So yeah, it collaborates with Cosmopolitan, Mag, I'm sorry if I said that wrong, to create Special Edition Me, which is a Volkswagen Up, which in turn is a Fiat 500. 2008-2009, Audi A4, A5, Q5, sorry, and Q5, recall for possible airbag, oh gosh, juice it. Please don't let this be the Takata airbag recall again. All new Volkswagen Crafter teased in official sketches, which is amazing considering Volkswagen barely has the money to make anything. Chinese government sells eight Mercedes W140 Pullmans for cheap, for some reason. Citroen will adopt bold C4 cactus styling for new range, as it's apparently quite the hit. And it really is. The very first Shelby Cobra up for auction at Monterey, and I have no idea what it's going to be uh, priced at. New Bugatti Chiron is like a caged beast on Goodwill's hill climb. Tesla driver dies after fatal crash in autopilot mode. Raises questions on autonomous systems. I don't know the name of the person who died in the auto autopilot mode, but this just shows how far autopilot still has to go before it can be widely accepted by the public. And I get that this is just one fatality right now, but this could be one fatality of many. There are things a computer won't be able to comprehend on a road that a human will. That's just a fact. And that's the problem with the computer computerized system. There are things a computer can't comprehend or understand that a human can understand and comprehend. To a licensed driver, driving is simple, but to a computer, it's all these codes and barcodes and things like, well, not barcodes, and things like that. Drivers become so easy, it's just not complicated for a human to understand anymore. I mean, um, unless you can't drive, but, but it's one of those things that we humans do that we think is simple, but yet it's really complex. And it's complex to the point where a computer really shouldn't learn how to do it, as it's just too complex for it to understand. Brabus Mercedes 500 4x4 G-Wagon shows off flashy all-blue interior. Which actually isn't that bad. Now, more news on the 2008-2009 Audi recall. Volkswagen of America has issued a new safety campaign for certain units of the previous iterations of Audi A4 and A5, along with the Q5 SUV. In the affected models from 2008 to 2009 model years, the airbag control units, supplied by Continental Automotive Systems Incorporated, may not deploy in the event of a crash due to corrosion. Manufacturing defect of the airbag control unit power supply allows tin corrosion to develop and cause the airbag control unit to fail, says the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Adding that, adding that the airbag indicator light illumination on the instrument panel is a good indicator that the system has malfunctioned. The problem was discovered by the supplier in February, 
and after it met on a couple and after it met on a couple of occasions with NHTSA representatives, the matter was presented to Audi AG Product Safety Committee in, com, Committee in May, the last step before the recall was announced. Wow, that took forever. Audi has yet to provide a notification schedule, the exact number of affected vehicles or when these were produced, but owners will be contacted and will be advised to schedule an appointment with a local authorized dealer, which will replace the affected airbag control module free of charge. Porsche Cayenne pushes Smart into a canal. Which is kind of a shame, because A, that smart driver will be so irritated, but at the same time, that should make them realize how small and light their smart car really is. Not saying it couldn't have happened to another car, but it would have been far less likely. 2004 Ford GT prototype is up for auction! Ford now chasing Tour de France victory to duplicate Le Mans, because Ford needs to win and they need to brag about it. I added on that mess so much. 2006 Renault Tailsman Driven. Is it a player in the mid-sized saloon class? I'll have to read that article. Canadian investor demonstrates omnidirectional direct, directional wheels, which essentially is like the proper four-wheel steering where four wheels can go horizontal, but not. Ferrari testing new halo design ahead of Austrian GP. The Blackout Edition is a sinister BMW X3 from Japan. Mario Kart meets Grand Theft Auto in bizarre Oakland police chase, which is bizarre as mess. Ford celebrates 1 million F-150 EcoBoost EcoBoost trucks sold. Opel GT concept to influence future models starting from the new Insignia, which is like a Buick Regal. In fact, the Buick Regal is just a rebadged version of that. The more you know. I've just realized how long this podcast segment has gone for, so we'll take a little break. Yeah, just enjoy these messages from the words from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com and get your cards today. Welcome back, everyone. So, Ford recalls Focus Electric, Explorer, F-150, Transit Connect over three separate issues. Has Bugatti unveiled the Wyra Roadster? I hope so. 2017 Ford, not Ford, Kia Forte detailed, gains 147 horsepower, 2-liter entry-level model. Which is actually pretty good. That's not, that's not a lot of horsepower, but it's not bad. Kimi has to earn new Ferrari contract, says Marcione. Extremely low mileage, 1990 Ferrari 3. For 8TB wants to go home with you. The Ford Motor Company is conducting three different safety campaigns in North America, which cover just over 8,000 vehicles. The first recall affects approximately 7,000 units of the 2016 Ford Explorer and F-150 built in Chicago and Kansas, respectively, from February 17th to February 24th, 2016. In the affected examples, the driver's seat back may have been improperly welded and may not restrain the occupant in the event of a crash, increasing the risk of injury. The automaker is not aware of any incidents or injuries related to this condition. The automaker is not aware of any accidents or injuries related to this condition. Owners will be contacted by the Blue Oval and the brand's dealers will inspect and replace the seat backrest frame free of charge. Roughly 900 units of the 2015 to 2016 Ford Focus Electric, made in Michigan from August 20th, 2015 to April 13th, 2016 and in Sarlui or Sarlui, yeah, Sarlui, between February 28th and March 30th, 2016, have been subjected to a new safety campaign. 
these vehicles could have their transmission differential pinion shaft worn out, resulting in a possible shaft fracture. Again, Ford is not aware of any accidents or injuries associated with this issue and states that dealers will install a new transmission different differential assembly at no cost to the customer. The third and final recall affects approximately 600 2016 Ford Transit Connect vans put together at Valencia Assembly Plant from 20, February 22nd to April 9th, 2016. Some of these vehicles could suffer from decreased electronic stability control, roll stability control, emergency brake assist, trailer sway control, curve control, traction control, hill start assist, and anti-lock braking system due to reduced pump, pump performance of the brake hydraulic control unit. So all those systems essentially die from one unit. That's crazy. The manufacturer hasn't received any reports of injuries or accidents related to this problem and states that dealers will replace the brake hydraulic control unit for free. Celebrate 40 years of the Honda Accord with 40 photos. Though because this is a podcast, you won't be able to see said photos. Takata Airbag Recall expands in Japan by 1.3 million vehicles. <laughs> wow. So essentially, they have about, what, 50 million vehicles. I'm not even exaggerating, about 50 million vehicles they need to fix. They're going to have to get a loan or something to fix that. China may lift joint ventures restrictions for foreign car makers. Skoda Fabia R5 looks boss in new black livery. A new retro black livery. Volkswagen launches Touareg Executive Edition in Europe to try and save the sinking ship they're on. And of course, the captain jumped ship. He He jumped off the ship, yeah. U.S. states are all over the map on autonomous cars, Volvo says. Which is so not true. Well, it could be, but they won't be very detailed, I'm sure. New Porsche Panamera Turbo is as fast as a Lexus LFA around the Nürburgring. And not just the regular LFA, the Nürburgring edition. 2017 Alfa Romeo Stelvio SUV scooped gets Julia Dashboard. Nikki Lauda leads BMW M1 car pro car return. Bugatti Charmon will attempt to break Veyron SS world speed record. Carlos Sainz retained by Red Bull for 2017 F1 season. Skoda Kodiak visits the ring for some tire-shredding runs and for some rage-inducing new Mercedes-AMG GT Roadster caught for the first time. Chevy rolls out special Captiva Perfect Edition for 60000 in Japan. And I cannot tell you how much that is in American dollars because I have no idea. Because it says 60000 which could probably mean 60,000 yen. If I had to guess, that's maybe like 40000 here in America. Resvani Beast Alpha... Coming soon with Creature Comforts. NASCAR's Kurt Busch calls for F1 race in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva. No. Supercharged 2000 Dodge Viper GTS ACR shows up on eBay, which is awesome. Cadillac ATS and CTS receive key refinements for 2017, but they look exactly the same. Ride an eight-story slide inside Citroen's flagship showroom. New Smart for 2 Cabrio is America's cheapest convertible at $18,900. Though if you think about it, that's insane for a Smart. And I mean insanely bad. Toyota channels the spirit of Initial D with special GT86 show car. And for those who are wondering, I actually don't like Initial D. First production Lotus Elite hits the auction block. Brexit could reduce total global sales by $2.8 million over the next two years. Uh, which makes everyone cry no matter where you're from. 
out of UK to begin taking Q2 orders from August. Prices start from £20,230, or about $23,000 to $25,000. Also, don't bother taking orders, Audi. You're just going to lose money, even though they may not. Noble takes the cover off the 650 horsepower M600 Speedster, which is an M600 Roadster, for those who are wondering. New Citroen C3 strikes Super Mini segment with cactus-inspired styling. Oh, wow, I haven't actually properly looked at it. It looks really good. Sweet. Jeremy Clarkson reveals the Grand Tour logo with the 80s vibe. Defective curtain shield airbags cause Toyota Prius and Lexus CT recall. Toyota Motor Sales is conducting a safety campaign concerning certain units of the Prius. Prius Fev or Hev or Fev. Something. And Lexus CT200H, which are equipped with certain shield airbags, CSA, in the driver and passenger side roof rails. The affected vehicles have airbag inflators that are composed of two chambers welded together, according to the manufacturer. Some of them could have a small crack in the weld area, joining, joining the chambers that could become larger with time and lead to separation of the inflators of the inflator chambers. This has been observed in cars parked and unoccupied for a long time. If an inflator separates, the CSA could partially inflate, and in limited circumstances, one or both sections of the inflator could enter the interior of the vehicle, Toyota wrote, highlighting that if an occupant is present in the vehicle, that is an increased risk of injury. The recall affects approximately 482,000 units of the 2010-2012 Toyota Prius, 2010-2012 Prius plug-in hybrid, and 2011-2012 Lexus CT200H. Owners will be notified by first-class mail, and the manufacturer's dealers will be retention brackets on the curtain shield airbag at no cost, which are designed to prevent the inflator chambers from entering the vehicle interior if separation occurs. The automaker has yet to provide a notification schedule, but owners can contact Toyota's customer service line at, pay attention, 1-800-331-4331. Again, that's at 1-800-331-4331. 4331 or Lexus's customer service line at 1-800-255-3987 for any additional questions. Bentley Boss talks next Continental, new sports car, and SUV. Woman drove for a mile with the man's body wedged in the windshield. Oh gosh! First drive, Kia Sportage Turbo makes a convincing premium play. The MD is Pagani's latest Sonda, and probably not the last because they can't seem to kill it. Which is actually a good thing, because we need... We need a car like that to stay in our world. Goodwill's rally stage brings together classic and modern icons. Auctions America sells 14 million in supercars in Santa Monica. Toyota patent shape morphing fuselage for aero car. And it looks ugly as mess. It looks like what were to happen if you were to smear a cake on a let me let me choose my words carefully here. It looks like what were to happen if you smeared a cake on a sloth. It's that ugly. It is terrible. <laughs> Sweet cake on a small sloth. Hyundai Santa Fe gets special edition in Britain. Lister revised magnesium novelty with million pounds sterling moss edition. And if you're wondering how much a million pound is, it's about $1.5 million. Or we'll say $1.2 to $1.5 million. Anyway, I'm going to take a short break. Welcome back, everyone. Lewis Hamilton wants to design a limited edition Mercedes AMG LH, and it'll probably have a little Easter egg saying, Nico Rosberg keeps ruining my races. Can you please stop him, Mercedes team? Pope Francis uses used a Dacia Logan in Armenia? 
UK getting higher powered Hyundai Tuscan diesel with 7 DCT gearbox. About 475,000 Volkswagen diesel owners to be getting to be offered buybacks following settlement. Go to Superb Sportline price from 26,490 pounds in the UK or roughly $30,000 in the US. 2018 Honda Civic Type R film testing at the Nürburgring again. Red Bull's Daniel Ricciardo knows he's on Ferrari's shortlist. BMW and Puma partner for high-tech shoes, which are so unneeded. Defective Takata airbags ruptured in fatal crash in Malaysia, which is really quite a shame. Mercedes-AMG GTS recalled for drive shaft failure. Well, I guess that's better than it catching on fire like Ferrari seem to be doing half the time. Alfa Romeo delivers first Julius in Italy and is priced from 35500 What is the Italian model? Uh, Italian money called? I have no idea. Mazda commemorates 1991 Le Mans win with throwback livery. Mercedes-Benz commences production of the GLC Coupe in Bremen. Possible brake issue sends Lambo Huracan towards concrete barriers. Volkswagen diesel sediment now expected to be near 15 billion. Billion! Ouch. 2017 Toyota CHR small crossovers interior revealed. And it's not too bad. It's not astonishing, but it's not too bad. VW to build its first EV battery plant in China. Like they have the money to do so anyway. Filming car ads won't be the same or real again thanks to Mill's shape-shifting Blackbird car thing. Classic cars exempt, exempt from Paris's pre-1997 vehicles ban. So essentially, you better hope you have a classic car in your garage. 2016 Hyundai Tuscan awarded with a top safety pick plus. 2016 Goodwood Festival Speed Hill Climb and 130 photos that I didn't see. World's first electric road opens in Sweden. 2017 Ford GT66 Heritage Edition pays homage to 1966 Le Mans winner. Tesla Model S shatters production electric vehicle record at Pikes Peak. Want an F1 Super License? Drive safely. Mercedes AMG GT comes to the US and is priced at 110 at $111,200, or in other words, still more than a Viper and still slower than a Viper. Fiat 500 Riva Edition, Riva? Yeah, Riva Edition, channels the spirit of luxury yachting. Even though if you have a luxury yacht, chances are you have a Rolls Royce and not a Fiat 500. Top Gear USA gets cancelled by History Channel, which is actually a shame even though I wasn't a big fan. Aston Martin's AMRBO, sorry, 001 hypercar to be revealed on July 5th? Well, they got two days, and I doubt it. Nissan Juke becomes more dynamic with new special edition that just has a bit of red here and there, and it doesn't look dynamic at all. Mitsubishi Grand Tourer SUV concept previews Outlander replacement, and it also shows how desperate Mitsubishi are to actually get any money. Because they don't have any at the moment. Which is bad. Oh, wait, wait a minute. No, I forgot. Nissan bought them out. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. So, my mom and sister went down to the city near us. And let's just say there was a lot of Trump protesters. Some went a bit further than others. And dressed up as the Teletubbies. More specifically, they dressed up as the Red Teletubby. And they said even the Teletubbies don't like Trump. Which is funny. And go, go, uh, go protesters. And now for my political thing over. As I probably made a few people angry. Anyway. While Mercedes AMG was lifting the veil off the hardcore AMG GTR at Goodwood. The NHTSA was issuing a recall for certain units of the GTS. According to the recall summary of the problem. There are 136 units of the 2016 model year in the US. Sorry in the United States. Manufactured from 
June 1st, 2015 to July 24th, 2015, which will have to be taken back to the dealers due to a possible drive shaft failure, which could lead to a loss of torque. In the affected vehicles, the adhesive bond between the carbon fiber drive shaft and the rear flange may fail, and as a result, there may be a loss of torque to the rear wheels. The NHTSA wrote, highlighting that the driver may experience deceleration if the vehicle is in motion, which could increase to the risk of a crash. As usual, owners of the affected cars will be notified by the automaker of the condition, and they will have to schedule an appointment with an unauthorized local dealer, which will inspect and, if, and if necessary, replace the carbon fiber drive shaft free of charge. The recall will, cook, will kick off in June, and the first re replacement parts will become available on July 1st. The issue was discovered last October when a U.S. customer noticed noises beneath his vehicle, which resulted due to the separated connection between the drive shaft and the flange. However, Daimler AG considered it to be an individual stance. But in the following two months, reports of two different cases of the transmission malfunctions with scratching noises came from Saudi Arabia and Japan. Mercedes-Benz pointed the finger at the drive shaft supplier this February, and further analysis led to the recall of the affected batch. By the way, I almost forgot, what did everyone think of Pike's Peak this year? I didn't get to go, but I did. Also, I didn't actually follow it that closely. <clears throat> Mostly because I was excited for the Vibrant I was going to race this year. Apparently, even though it didn't beat out the Acura NSX, and it was 10 seconds behind, it got second out of that whole class, even after developing a misfire. That is a testament to how much grip it has and how powerful it is, even with a misfiring cylinder. I mean, that's just incredible. Isn't isn't Pikes Peak like what fifteen thousand feet above sea level? I mean that's just that's just crazy. If you don't get altitude sickness anywhere else, I wouldn't be surprised if you got it there. That is just insane. Also, I need to catch up on the last three races of GRC, which I'm very excited to do. As I have no idea what went on. I'm really excited to see though what close racing happened with Ken Block and the rest of them. Or wait, is oh wait, Ken Block isn't in. This year's one, is he? That I've totally forgotten. Yeah, sadly, Subaru aren't in it at the moment. I believe they may, they may be coming in a bit later or next year, but they're not here as of yet. Also, side note, we're supposed to get new rally cars next year. And I mean like new manufacturers coming in, maybe aside from Fiat, but I mean like actually new cars. They're going to be faster, have more downforce, a bit grippier. Sorry, it's going to be so exciting to see what those cars are able to accomplish because I, I believe the current WRC cars can only get about 300 to 315 horsepower something like that it's around that much anyway I think I'll actually be ending the podcast off here as if you remember the first segment of this podcast was about 17 almost 18 minutes long so I think I need to cut back a little bit and try and even it out so anyway I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I can't wait to see you next week you have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z if you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye, until next time.